Greetings, everybody, and welcome to Heart School. This is Kim. Welcome if this is your first time finding us, and welcome back if you have been following me along on this mindful living journey. So we have been talking about the mindful method, and it's really a methodology that I've handcrafted. It's designed for all of us. I have a special eye for teachers and parents working with children to really help them live mindfully, own their behaviors, gain some confidence and autonomy. And so the last two podcasts that we've talked about were mindset and mood. And truly your mindset is that inner dialogue that you have, that inner voice. It's your thought patterns. It's just in general your thoughts and what your thoughts are saying to you. And then truly how those affect your mood. So how your thoughts affect your emotion, how your mindset affects your mood. And today we're going to be talking about both motivation and momentum paired together. When we pair motivation with momentum. I like to think of that as inspired action. So it's truly the action behind the thoughts and the feelings that we're having with the end mind. So if we're looking ahead on what we're looking to manifest. So for you as an adult, you might be looking to manifest forward movement in your career. For example, if this is for your children, they might be looking to manifest a friendship. Um, It could be something like a a specific percentage or grade or score on a test. It might be something in athletics that they'd like to manifest as they're growing into their future selves. So you really can take this methodology and shift it and fit it into pretty much um, just about any situation, relationships, career, um, you know, whatever it might be. So let's talk a little bit about both motivation and momentum. So first motivation, motivation truly is that spark. It's that ignition that really gets us like excited to act. And then the momentum is that sustained balanced movement. It's the progress that we're making as we are looking forward at what we're trying to manifest. So let's talk a little bit more. Let's dig a little bit deeper here. For children in the classroom, if there is no motivation, chances are we need to go back to their mindset. I have been in the classroom for many years and I know that kids that don't have motivation, well, there there can be a few things happening. It can be something kind of as simple as they need a break or rest, a snack. So just trying to discern where the, what, what the lack of motivation is coming from. But oftentimes it's their mindset. They, they have negative self-talk. Oftentimes if we have a lack of motivation, it's learned helplessness. We've already decided that we can't do it. So why would we conjure up the motivation to sustain momentum to manifest something that we don't think we can manifest? It's like, you know, the the equation doesn't make sense. So what we want to do with children that do have learned helplessness, whether you're a parent, you're a teacher, this also could be if you're working with a friend or talking to your spouse, If you are in a mindful place and you are in a healthy mindset, you're in a balanced mindset, you can kind of be there to coach them through this and just ask them what their thought processes are. What does your inner dialogue say to you? Does it say, okay, Kim, you've got this? Or does it say, you know what? You're stupid. You can't do this. 
Look at all the kids around you or the people around you that are able to do this and you don't get it. So it's really important to discern that. And then as a leader, as a teacher, as a guide, if that does pertain to the classroom or if you do have kiddos at home, be there to know that you're going to help scaffold and support them along the way. And if there's some myths, missing pieces, we're going to find those missing pieces together and we're going to put those pieces together to build that bridge, to help them walk across that bridge. And sometimes creating those visuals for kids are really important. So motivation really and momentum go hand in hand. If we don't have the motivation, it's very hard to conjure up the momentum. And we can all think about times in our lives as the, you know, that we've had that lack of motivation, lack of momentum and sustained motion. Now, the three things that I always talk about that we thread through a mindful practice, we've got meals, motivation, or meals, excuse me, all these M's, I get all tongue-tied, and I do that intentionally so that you can easily recall. So we've got meals, we have movement, and we have meditation. So I always thread those three things through a mindful practice, because if you're missing one of those, whether you have, you know, your body needs to move, because sometimes movement truly helps us get clear in our mindset, feel better in our mood, get the motivation and the momentum that we need, right? Going for a quick walk, just getting up and stretching. That's why movement is so important meals. Obviously, if you're hungry, you need to nourish your body. So kind of discern, all right, are you hungry? Are you tired? Like, you know, do we need to take a little breather here? Or meditation. And I know we need to be really careful about spiritual terms, but it's really just getting quiet with yourself. It's it's feeding your spirit. It's nourishment for the spirit. That can mean different things to different people. Um, obviously in the classroom, quiet time, you know, a lot of classrooms have quiet time. That truly is a meditative part of the day where you're getting quiet with yourself, picking an activity that you choose to do and just enjoying and celebrating your success. So I'm always going to ask that if you're having any of these components of the mindful method, you want to ask yourself those three questions. Okay. Am I hungry? Is my spirit nourished? Do I need to get up and move? All right. So um, just something for you to note. All right. So if you don't have motivation, we need to go back to the mood set. We need to go back to the mindset and do a quick check on those. Because if the mindset is off, your mood is going to be off. If you don't feel, if if your self-chatter is that you're a failure and you're not going to succeed, you're not going to feel good. But however, if you have an inner cheerleader that's saying to yourself, you've got this, you've got the support that you need, you're in a safe place, it's okay to make mistakes because we all do, we're humans, then everything shifts. So shifting that mindset elevates the mood, gives you some confidence. Then you see that little spark starting to ignite, right? Your your motivation starts to ignite. Your wheels start turning. The momentum starts to turn. And you can see this happen very quickly. This does not need to take all day. This can literally take five minutes, a five-minute check. And if you're interested in what I'm teaching I'm actually launching an online school. It's called Heart School. I also go into schools and coach on this with teachers and administrators, also in the workplace. So, you know, reach out to me if this is something that really lights a spark within you because I'm coaching and training on how to do just this. And we go in so much depth throughout the online courses. Um, But just, yeah, email me at coheartmarket at gmail.com and I will give you information. We're in pre-launch mode here. 
All right, so you've kind of gone through this evaluation process and it does take a little bit of a check. What I love to do is actually coach students how to do this. And that's what I'm teaching in Heart School is how parents and teachers can actually teach this methodology to their children. We call it self-coaching. So sometimes too, and let's just diverge for just a minute here. Sometimes you don't have motivation because maybe something isn't meant to come into manifestation and this could be this is more for kind of adults like if you're trying to force something to to happen that just as this is not the right time sometimes you get those red flags and I would say get quiet with yourself and journal about that if you know you keep having roadblocks you keep hitting you know these like stuck areas of your life it feels like there's red flags left and right. You know, sometimes we need to pay attention to those. So if your motivation is down, if your momentum is down, maybe what you're tr- working so hard to manifest, it's just not the right time for you. Or maybe this isn't really the right thing. You just need to be patient and wait for that next um, manifestation to present itself. So just, be, you know, be mindful and pay attention. You really got to trust yourself and trust that inner compass and know that you're on the right path. But be aware of just little warning signs. Sometimes we don't take note of those. So when we talk about mindful motivation and momentum with inspired action, that is truly action based on a head and heart alignment. That is when your mindset is in complete alignment with your mood and your heart and you are able to truly get that motivation and and, um, momentum going and it almost feels effortless, right? When you're on the right track, oftentimes the motivation is just there and the momentum is just there and you feel like everything is aligned and your path just unfolds very smoothly that is where we want to be most of the time and we only can really be in that space if we've gone back and we've got that mindset and that mood in check Um, when we're feeling good and we have that natural energy to do the tasks that we need to do that's the place that we want to be and that's like a beautiful natural balanced state So backwards design is also something I talk a lot about, and that's looking at your end goal. That's your future self. So, and we're going to talk more about future self here in just a minute. I have some guiding questions for you. Um, So you'll want to gather up a pen and paper if you haven't already. But when you look at what you're trying to manifest, you're looking at what's forward. You want to always be in check with your future self. Who is she? Who is he becoming? What's my becoming? What's my being? What am I working towards? And that also helps if if you have lack of motivation or momentum, keeping really your, truly your eye on the prize that I'm reaching for this. This is so important to me. I want to sustain this healthy momentum because this is best for my highest good. This is the best thing for my future self. This is the best thing for my children. This is the best thing for my students. And so it's easier to kind of keep that momentum going when you keep an eye on who your future self is and that becoming. It's it's an action. It's a happening. It's something that we're moving towards. So backwards design is just important. And sometimes we need to be clear about what it is we want to manifest. We need to be very crystal clear with our words and our intentions because it makes this process of tapping into that future self and our manifestation so much faster. So for children in the classroom setting, or if you have a one at home and they're so passionate about being a veterinarian or being a teacher, or maybe they want to be a mechanic 
um, maybe they don't know yet, but they just have like maybe these gifts, like they're really creative or they're good at tinkering with things. You know, we can label that and help our children move through this. So, you know, as scientists, as a scientist would think, you know, here's what a scientist might say, or what is the inner scientist in you have to say about this? What would your future self say or do in this situation and oftentimes kids get this and it's fun for them because they're able to truly use their imaginations and kind of tap into this future self concept and you know children are so naturally creative and imaginative and we often rob that of them but we want to tap into that that's truly where the magic happens is giving them that option to be as creative and imaginative as possible so when you know it's for you and you know it's for your highest good and you know it's for your future self, it gives you the motivation and the momentum. So here's just a couple guiding questions for you. The first question is, is this action, so is this inspired action, is this momentum and motivation for my highest good? If the answer is yes, you want to really keep going. What would my future self say about what I'm trying to manifest, and my inspired action, my motivation, and my momentum. What does my heart say? What's the tone of my mindset and my inner voice? And if you're able to answer these questions very fluidly, and you feel like this momentum, this motivation is truly for your highest good and your future self and what you're trying to manifest, that just gives you more kind of soul food to continue going and sometimes we just need to pause and reflect and just check in that gives us the opportunity to do that and you get to choose what that looks like that's the beautiful thing about creating a life that you love what does that look like for you for me I love journaling I love scripting I love just having a cup of tea in my hands and you know watching like right now I'm looking at my window and I'm watching the aspens just sway in the wind that's heaven for me you need to decide what that looks for you but and it can be five minutes of taking time and space and truly tapping into that And then the other thing that's really important for all of us, but especially children, is to celebrate often. We don't celebrate enough. We really don't. And I'm, you know, it doesn't have to be with cakes and bells and whistles and stuff, but it's just a moment to celebrate, raise our inner voice, um, sing, dance, listen to music, socialize. We're social beings, and we oftentimes, especially, In the school environment, we just squash that. We don't create time to celebrate. And it can be, you know, lining up in the silliest, the silliest dance that you can do, the silliest walk that you can walk. You know, it can be um, you know, high five and it can be an extra five minutes on the playground. It can be um, you know, doing fun engagement activities in your classroom like gallery walks or um compliments or bucket fillers there's so many ways that we can celebrate in our lives and we need to do it often because what happens when we're manifesting is the more that we're seeing our progress the more we're celebrating it the more actually we're going to be able to bring in more of that good stuff and that's where we want to be we want to be in a place where we have a life that we are constantly celebrating So that's what I am extending out to you. I hope this finds you well, and I hope you had some great nuggets and takeaways um, 
as you are moving through on this journey with me. Next time, we're going to talk about specific manifestations and how to plan those out. How do we know what we're aiming for? How do you tap into your future self? So all those things I've been talking about in regards to manifesting, we're going to talk about in the next podcast. So I hope this finds you well. Again, if you want any information on coaching with me, on my online school, inviting me into your workplace, just email me at coheartmarket at gmail.com and I will get back to you just as soon as possible. I hope you have an absolutely beautiful day. Live mindfully.